systematic racism in the world today? Of course there is. At least that's what they want us to believe, right? But is it actually true? Should we actually believe it? We're told left and right, front and back center, that there is systematic racism that's just embedded, especially in our police force. We're constantly being told how bad cops are and how racist they are and how all they want to do is kill black people. But is that actually true? Are people justified when they say things like that? Is racism something that's infiltrated our country and society so much that it's hard for us white people to see? Um, it's just so ingrained into us that we can't recognize it for what it is. Well, that's what I want to think about today. That's what I want to think on. Is it actually true when someone says that systematic racism exists? Now, it's often argued that when a white cop kills a black man, it's it's always motivated by racism. That's That's the narrative that we're told. That's always proclaimed as truth. And that's what we're expected to believe, right? But when a black cop kills a black black man, uh, who says anything about it? No one. No one talks about when a black man kills, when a black cop kills a black man. And also, no one talks about when a black cop kills a white man. No one cares, really. It's always when a black man is killed by a white cop. That's that's the systematic racism that we're supposed to see that we're supposed to believe that we're supposed to buy into for example this past week william barr he's the u.s attorney general in case you didn't know he testified before the house judiciary committee and he pointed out that to date in 2020 there have been eight unarmed black men killed by police officers but then he also added that there have been 11 unarmed white men killed by police officers in the same time frame. So eight unarmed black men versus 11 unarmed white men. And what gets said about it? Nothing. No one says anything about it. Why? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. They want us to think that the police officers are bad. The, the police officers are racist. And that they only target black people. Well, that's just flat out not true. But even so, I won't deny that racism does, does exist. And I won't deny that it does exist in the police force. Um, I think to do that would be ignorant and wrong. And it's not wrong just because I say it's wrong. L listen... The narrative is that cops are racist and it's white cops against innocent black unarmed people and that the black people are always being targeted by the white cops, whether it's being pulled over, whether it's being shot at, whether it's getting warrants out. Um, the point is, the narrative is always white cops versus black people. So if that is true... That would mean that all cops need to be white. So the argument is wrong. Because not all cops are white. 
this is America. And in America, we have cops of every race. We have cops of every ethnicity. We have cops of every nationality. So that's where the narrative falls apart. So that's why the claim that all cops are racist just can't be true. I mean, can you just think about a black cop being racist against black people? I mean, is this even a serious argument? Is this even a serious claim that people are making that all cops are racist when there are black cops? So black cops are racist against black people? Now, can there be a black cop that's racist against black people? Maybe. I'm not sure how that works, but maybe there is a black cop who is racist against black people. But are you willing to say that all black cops are racist against black people? Every single one of them? Maybe you are. But that's a pretty bold claim to make. And I don't think if we're being reasonable... Um, I don't think that you'd make that claim because you'd realize how foolish you'd be uh, to say something like that. And I'm going to assume that you are a reasonable person because let's face it, there are unreasonable people out there. There are people who will say that all cops are racist and even black cops are racist. So how do they stay consistent in their claim that all black all cops are racist even black ones well they say that the black cops are traitors they're betraying their own people their own kind for the white man that's that's what they say instead of facing the facts instead of facing the truth and realizing that hey maybe there isn't systematic racism in the police force they just call those cops names. They're not willing to face the facts, face the truth, and actually have a honest and reasonable discussion with someone. They just want to make their claim and feel good about themselves. But let's face it, that is what little children do. And we're not little ch children, so uh, when we hear that junk argumentation, um, we just walk away. Just ignore it. These people aren't reasonable. We can't have an honest discussion with them. So we just need to walk away. But for argument's sake, let's assume that systematic racism does exist. And that exists specifically in the police force. Let's, let's grant that much. Let's say that is actually true. But then we need to look at a couple things that are hap happening across the nation. Uh, this past week, for instance, Portland City County Council voted to prevent law enforcement from cooperating with federal law enforcement. They've also agreed to prevent the police from using non-lethal force against rioters. Additionally, the mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler, has constantly been telling the police to stand down during these quote-unquote protests so that these quote-unquote protesters can practice their First Amendment right. You know, their First Amendment right is burning down buildings and smashing windows and destroying businesses. You know, that's their First Amendment right. But anyways, why do I bring that all up? Why do I bring up what the City County Council has been doing? Why do I bring up what Ted Wheeler's doing? 
um, because what they're doing is just preventing bad cops from being bad cops, right? They're do they're do doing what's good and right. But what's really happening is that the cops are taking their orders directly from the city county council and the mayor. So cops take their orders from the leadership of the city. Now, what's that say? If cops take orders from the leadership of the city and the cops are bad, but the cops take their orders from the leadership, uh, where is the badness coming from? Hmm? Could it be possibly the leadership's racist? If systematic racism does exist, and if the leadership is telling the police what to do and how to do it. So if racism exists in the police force, couldn't non-racism exist in the police force? Because the city county council and Ted Wheeler have the power and the ability to provide funding and direct the training and actually lead now let's look at Oregon a little closer. Uh, the party with the largest number of registered voters is the Democrat Party with 34.4%. 34% are independent and 29.4% are Republican. That's just the state of Oregon. In 2016, Hillary Clinton won the state with 51.7% of the vote. She ran as a Democrat. Um... As you know, uh, the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, is a Democrat. Ted Wheeler is a Democrat. The city county council is all Democrat. So Democrats voted for Democrats who are leading the police force. Now, you might say, Kyle, you're just trying to pick on Democrats. The leadership of the city doesn't have anything to do with the racism in Portland's police. That's That is infested and controlled that organization. Okay. All I want to know is when did the police force become its own branch of government? When did the police organizations be in control of themselves? Well, listen, we have the legislative branch, the judicial branch, and the executive branch. That's all there is. There's nothing else. Um... The legislative branch writes the laws, the judicial branch interprets the laws, and the executive branch enforces the laws. Another way of saying that is the executive branch is the branch of law enforcement. That is their job. That is why they exist, to enforce the laws. Now, who enforce the laws? Law enforcement. What's another name for law enforcement? The police. Who's the head of the executive branch? Well, in Oregon, it's Ted Wheeler and the city county council. So once again, I ask, when did the police department become its own branch of government? And why do we think it's some branch that has gone renegade off on its own? It's gone cavalier and started doing its own thing with no direction, no guidance from anyone. It's just saying, hey, we're the police department. No one can hold us accountable. Uh, let's just do whatever we want. But if you think that 
you're wrong. There's really no other way to say it. Uh, law enforcement officers have to answer to law enforcement officials. Police officers are led by the executive branch of leadership. And what's the common denominator in Portland? They're all Democrats. The leadership of the police department, the people in charge of the cops, the city council, and the mayor of Portland, whose job is to tell the police what to do and how to do it, are all Democrats from the bottom up and from the top down, from the people who vote to the people who lead. They are all Democrats. And the same is true for Seattle. And you'll have to forgive me because earlier I said that Portland is the one preventing police from using non-lethal force. Uh, but really, it's Seattle. I said it was Portland earlier, and I'm just too lazy to go back and edit it out. I mean, that's the that's the truth. I don't want to edit it out. Um, so it's Seattle that uh, is imposing this ban on police that's restricting the police from using non-lethal force on rioters. I mean, I mean, protesters. So again, the council controls what cops do. So you're going to sit there and tell me that cops are all racist, but the bosses of the cops aren't? The Democrat leadership is in charge of the police department. So how can the leadership not be racist, but the ones who listen to the leadership are? It doesn't make sense to me. They're the ones that tell police what to do. They're directly responsible for the department because they're the boss of the department. They have the power to fund the police. They have the power to train the police and they have the power to provide quality education for the police. They have the power to change the police department, but all they want to do is say they're racist and they want to defund it. And that's how we know that, ultimately, the leadership has complete control over the department. Because they have the, they have the ability to completely eradicate the department. In one fell swoop, with a simple vote, they can wipe out the entirety of the police department in their city, wherever that city may be. Whether it's Seattle, or Portland, or New York, or Chicago... Or Indianapolis. They have that power. They have the voice to change voters' minds. And truthfully, if people are voting on party lines, then they're going to get what they want because people don't really care about races. They just care about uh, whether you vote for an R or a D. So if Democrats have stayed in leadership and are in leadership right now, and the majority of the voters are registered as Democrats, and the majority of them vote Democrat, why should we think that anything's going to change um, if people just vote on party lines? But anyways, back to the cops. If the cops in those cities are racist, then ultimately where's that racism coming from? Could it possibly be that they're just doing what they're being taught from their leadership. 
Now you can sit there and say, I'm wrong. And even though Mayor Ted Wheeler and the city county council are in charge of the police department, they're not actually racist. You can tell me that. Sure. Okay. Uh, you can go on and tell me that it's really only the cops that are racist. The leadership's not racist at all. Okay. I don't buy it. Um, because that's like telling me that everyone in the KKK is racist except the highest leadership who's actually in charge of the whole organization. So you're going to have to try and come up with something else. Now let's try and look at this from a different angle. In Indianapolis, a section of downtown is currently closed because the city county council has decided to paint a Black Lives Matter mural on Indiana Avenue. Uh, meanwhile, the number of murders is on pace to reach a record number. Um, meanwhile, in Indianapolis, homelessness is getting out of control. Meanwhile, on the circle, the monument circle, uh, there's human feces on the sidewalks. Also, businesses downtown are still boarded up and closed from the damage done two months ago from the peaceful protests. And what's Mayor Joe Hogsett doing about this? He's taking a cue from Joe Biden and hiding in his basement, of course, hoping this all goes away like a bad dream. Meanwhile, what's the Indianapolis City County Council doing? They're saying, hey, look at us. Hey, everyone, pay attention to us. Hey, New York. Hey, Seattle. Hey, other big cities. We want to be cool like you, too. Look at us. We're painting a mural. Isn't that awesome? We're painting a mural on the street just like you. That's what they're saying. Instead of running the city, instead of caring about the citizens, instead of helping the businesses, instead of providing for the business owners, they're too busy trying to get attention from people. I don't have another explanation for it. But why? Why use all this time, energy, effort, and money, taxpayers' money, at that, to show everyone how not racist you are? Could it be that you might actually be racist? Well, think of it this way. Do you know how much time, energy, effort, and money that I spend trying to convince people that I'm not a woman? Do you? None. I don't waste my time trying to convince people that I'm not a woman. I'm, I don't spend energy doing that. I don't spray paint I'm not a woman on the side of my house or in in my yard. Why? Because I'm not a woman. It's not something that I feel like I have to prove to the world or convince people of. And what would I do if someone called me a woman? I'd say, no, I'm not. I mean, why do I have to do anything else? Really, why would I have to do anything else except say, no, I'm not? You know, they could just turn around and say, you saying that you're not a woman proves that you are. That person's showing themselves to be unreasonable. They are not a rational person. And I'm not going to waste my time with them. That discussion with them is not worth my energy, let alone someone else's money. So why can't the Indianapolis City County Council 
do the same thing? Why do they feel the need to say, hey world, look at us. Look how not racist we are. I mean, who are they trying to convince? The world? Or themselves? Right? That's what city county councils are doing all across the country. They're demanding that people take note of how not racist they are. But who does that? Who spends that energy to convince people that they're not something that they're actually not? Why can't city county councils across the country just say, we know our police aren't perfect, but we stand by them. We know we have to make improvements. We know we have to make changes. And we're going to make those improvements and those changes. And then they just lay out their plan of what changes they're going to make. What's wrong with that? Why why would that be racist? Why would acknowledging the facts and acknowledging the truth and being open about it be racist? Will someone call him racist for saying something like that? For saying that, yes, we have changes to make and we're going to make them? Probably. But calling someone racist doesn't actually make them racist. And if someone calls them racist, all that person's doing is showing how unreasonable they are. They're showing that that they are unfit to engage in an actual discussion. So my message to the Democrat leadership across the country, um, who's trying to prove to the world how not racist they are, here's my advice. Stop. That's it. Just stop it. That's all. That's all. That's my advice. By doing what you're doing, you're proving to the world that you're unfit for leadership. You're giving in to the demands of terrorists. That's what they are. They're destroying the country. They're burning flags. They're looting. They're destroying personal property. And you're giving in to that. Don't. If you can't stand up to someone, you're not fit for leadership. If you can't say, hey, no, that's wrong, you're not fit for leadership. If you sway to the demands of irrational and unreasonable people, you're not fit for leadership. If all you can do is, is say to the world, hey, look at us, look how not racist we are, as you ignore the rest of your city and the cesspool that it's becoming, you're not fit for leadership. Do the community a favor, either step up or resign and let someone else who can be a leader step in and do your job. By the way, cops love their communities in a way that the city county council members in these big cities can't understand. That's why they show up to work every single day when they're being spit at and people are throwing bricks at their heads. And when the city county council and the mayors hate them, they still show up to work. They still show up to keep their communities a safe place. That's something the leadership of, of these big cities will never get. Maybe the city county council thinks they can do a better job than the police. I mean, that's a feasible thought, right? That's why... 
They say they don't need the police. Well, if they think the job is so easy and that they could do a better job, why don't they just become a cop? Find out just how easy it is. Then they can make a reasonable, rational decision and say, yeah, we don't actually need the police. I, I did it. It's not that hard. So why should we keep them around? Maybe that's what they need to do. But they won't because they don't have a bone in their body that actually cares about the city that they live in and the city that they serve. Now, I don't say all this because I actually think that the Democrat Party is racist. Because I don't think that at all. I say this all to make the point that if systematic racism does exist within the police, it only makes sense that it comes from the Democrat leadership that's internally leading the charge. So if you do think that systematic racism exists, and if you do think it exists particularly in the police force, maybe you should stop voting Democrat. I mean, what's what's it going to hurt? You're going to vote out people who don't care about you or your family or your home or your business or your community. Stop voting for little children who only care about getting the attention of the cool kid in class. Because that is all they are doing. I'm not telling you to vote Republican. I mean, I guess you can still vote for Democrats. But maybe you should pick Democrat leadership and not Democrat babies. Anyway, you can go think on that. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Facebook at GoThinkOnIt and visit the website at GoThinkOnIt.wordpress.com. That's all for now. Thanks. Thanks.